Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm David. Welcome to With a Side of Science, the show where we explore stories about science and engineering. Today, we're going to talk about something really shocking. Hey, Linda, you know this is a kid's show, right? Something electrifying. Electrifying? We're going to learn about an animal that can make electricity. Oh, I think I know which animal you're talking about. Shh, don't give it away. When we come back, we'll share a story about how biomechanical engineers are taking what they've learned from this animal to shock the medical world. Here at With a Side of Science, we are big fans of reading. We think everyone should do it. Parents, kids, parents and kids. Of course, our favorite things to read about are related to science and engineering. We read books, but also magazines on those topics. And one of our favorites is McGraw-Hill's Investigator Magazine. It has inspiring stories of real-world science and engineering with lots of beautiful pictures and interesting facts. And thought-provoking questions to kickstart conversations with your parents or friends. So parents, now we're talking just to you. If you'd like to read some science with your kids this summer, go to meheonline.com slash science. That's meheonline.com slash science. For a limited time, you can use the promo code SCIENCE in the order review page to get the grade three, four, or five investigator magazine for basically just the cost of shipping. Use the promo code SCIENCE2 for the grade two investigator magazine. So that's meheonline.com slash science and use the promo code science or science2 when checking out. Happy summer reading. So an animal that makes its own electricity, an electric eel, right? You got it. But there's actually more than one fish that can make electricity. I read this article in the Investigator magazine called Engineering with Electrifying Outcomes. It said that electric eels are just one of 500 different fish that make electricity with their bodies. Really? You know, I've always wondered, how do eels do it, make electricity? I'm so glad you asked. I was curious about that as well. In the article, it says that electric eels have organs in their bodies that contain special cells called electrocytes. Apparently, all cells have an electric charge, but these cells have a positive and a negative end. Sort of like a battery? Exactly like a battery. Individual electrocytes can generate only a small amount of electricity, but these cells line up and stack up in the eel's body and work together. There can be 6,000 of these cells in their electric organs, and they store up energy in them until they're ready to use it. When they are ready to shock something, those cells fire off all at the same time. The energy release can be more than 600 volts. 600 volts? How much of a shock is that? Apparently, that's five times the power you can get out of a typical wall socket. Yikes. I wouldn't want to be in the water with one of those around. Me neither. But the idea of something producing its own electricity, that's fascinated scientists and engineers. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if we could make our own electricity? Wait, did you already read this article? No, 
I was just thinking how cool it would be if I could charge my phone instead of having to remember to plug it into the wall or bring a portable charger with me. Well, you're thinking like an engineer, a biomechanical engineer to be precise. Really? What is a biomechanical engineer? I looked it up. Biomechanical engineers solve problems by combining what they know about biology systems, such as the human body, with engineering principles and practices. Wow, so many different types of engineers. Some biomechanical engineers were able to design cells just like those in an electric eel, but better. Better? Better how? They made something called biobatteries, which have the potential to make electricity needed to power medical devices inside of people's bodies. Oh, for people who need things like pacemakers for their heart? Yes, they use regular batteries for things like that today, but biobatteries wouldn't need to be replaced like normal batteries. So the patient wouldn't need as many surgeries. And regular batteries have chemicals in them that if they leak are toxic, so biobatteries would be safer. So somehow the biobatteries would use a person's own body to recharge them? It says as long as they have sugar and sunlight. I wonder what else they could power. Maybe my phone idea isn't such a crazy one. I don't think it's crazy at all. The article talks about maybe using them to power smart watches. And I just thought of something else. If we were able to use biobatteries and other things, it would probably be more friendly to the environment, right? More biodegradable, yes. Hey, I've got a battery joke for you, free of charge. Ugh, I've got a better one. What kind of personality does a battery have? What kind? A split personality. On the one side, they are positive, while on the other side, they are negative. Get it? Got it. So I learned a lot about electric eels, biomechanical engineering, and biobatteries today. If you, dear listener, have some ideas to share about what you think biobatteries could power, email them to us at wsspodcast at mheducation.com. We might just read your idea during our next podcast. And parents, don't forget to get your copy of McGraw-Hill's Investigator Magazine for more cool science and engineering articles to read with your kids. Here are just a few of the other articles in the Grade 4 Investigator Magazine. Designing driverless cars, artificial skin, seeing with sound, designing steel giants. Just go to mheonline.com slash science. That's mheonline.com slash science. And be sure to use the promo code science or science2 at the order review page. I'm Linda Martin, and I wrote and produced this episode. And I'm David Martin, and I edited this episode. With the Side of Science is a production of McGraw-Hill. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for more stories about science and engineering.